With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Give honor to God and all the saints. Thanking God for another week that he brought us through. Giving God all the praise, all the glory. Just magnifying his name. Thanking you, God, for you being God. Thanking you, God, for being the God of the impossible. Thanking you, God, for being being, being able to just strong tear down demonic territories, demonic forces. Thank you, God, for the authority that you've given us through Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross to command demon forces to get out of our lives, to go back to the abyss that they came from. God, we give you honor. We give you praise. We thank you, God, for you being God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for each and every one of our listeners, our participants, our downloaders, Thank you, God. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us. I plead the blood of Jesus over our bloodlines. I plead the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father, for a new, a new, just a new day. I plead the blood of Jesus for the destruction of the targeted individual program. I bind and rebuke every demon force trying to hurt people under that sick program. I bind and rebuke and command demon forces to get out of our way to go back to the pit of hell they came from. And I thank you, God, for the sacrifice that your son Jesus Christ did on the cross, that we don't have to go and cut chicken's head and do all kinds of ridiculous things that these demons do. Uh, Their rituals, we come against their rituals in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus that those rituals will be null and void, will have no impact. We thank you, God, that we can pray in the name of Jesus and we can bind and rebuke demon forces. God, I ask you to bless each and every one of us. Let us meet the destiny that you created each one of us for, Heavenly Father. Your word says that you expect us to do greater things. God, you've created each one of us individually and, 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 and with authentic skills. Use our skills, Heavenly Father, to advance the kingdom of God, to punch the devil in the face, Heavenly Father. Give us the strength, Heavenly Father. Lead us, guide us, direct us, send your Holy Spirit to guide and direct everything we do. God, we give you the praise and the glory. We ask you, Lord, to bless this meeting tonight, this prayer meeting. Let us leave here, Heavenly Father, with information and knowledge we did not have previously. Guide us, direct us, take over, Heavenly Father. Let us leave here blessed, Heavenly Father, and highly favored. Lord, I ask you to bless our vulnerable populations, our elders, our children, Heavenly Father, and just Uh, TIs that uh, may be devastated. Give them the strength, God, to keep on going on, to keep on pushing. God, I know in your time, everything comes to pass. I bring to you this sick program, Heavenly Father. I appeal to you and your, your host of angels to destroy this program, Heavenly Father. Tear up the demons behind the program, God. Send them off this earth, Heavenly Father. And every innocent person that died behind this sick program, Heavenly Father, I ask you, God, to have them rest in peace. Cover my mother from head to toe, Heavenly Father. I know she's happy with you, and I ask you, God, to let her know that she's missed and loved dearly. 
and that I do not want to see not another person killed the way my mother was killed, Heavenly Father. I come against demonic hospital administration, induced hospitalizations. I come against death cults in hospital. I ask you, God, to reveal every bit of the crimes they did to my mother, Heavenly Father. Let every demon behind the crime, let them be arrested in their steps, Heavenly Father. Not another soul, Heavenly Father, to be taken off this earth under the disguise of being uh, being labeled dead when they are alive. That is a scheme from the pit of hell, and I send it back to the pit of hell. Lord, I ask you to bless each and every targeted individual that lost their life behind this sick program. God, I ask you to give us the strength to make sure, Heavenly Father, that we reach the destiny that you created us for, and we don't go off this earth. Before our time, Heavenly Father, I come against the demon spirit of untimely death. I come against the demon spirit of hexes and curses. I come against the demon spirit of Satanist, spiritual wickedness in high places. The blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus is against every demon force trying to usurp authority over our governing structures. I plead the blood of Jesus over our executive branch of government, our legislative branch of government, and our judicial branch of government. I bind and rebuke every demon trying to usurp authority over our governing structures in the name of Jesus. I exalt you, God. I magnify your name, Heavenly Father, and I plead the blood of Jesus for godly leadership across this United States and across the nation, that our leadership will come together and take back the retake this earth from the demons trying to take over. I bind and rebuke every demon spirit using rituals and, and all kinds of Houdinis to usurp authority over this earth. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood, the blood of Jesus is against demon forces trying to take over. The blood of Jesus is against spiritual wickedness in high places. God, cover your people from head to toe, Heavenly Father that we can shine in the midst of the, their plotting and planning. God, make your revelation come true that's in the Psalms 35 that says our enemies will be our footstool, Heavenly Father. God, let us let it be known across this earth that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, that you are the God of impossible. And yes, no program is bigger than you, Heavenly Father, and no demon from the pit of hell is bigger than you. I plead the blood of Jesus for continual protection over each and every one of us. I plead the blood of Jesus of, for Psalms 91 to reign over our lives, to reign over our children's lives, to reign over our, my, niece, my nephews, niece, our nieces and nephews' lives. I thank you, Lord, for the privilege of prayer. I thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do. I give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. I give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tonight's topic. Amen. That was awesome. Amen. Thank you. That's a great prayer. Amen. New things that the enemy cannot stop in the name of Jesus. That is the topic. New things that the enemy cannot stop. Stop. Uh, passages to be read before we pray about new things that the enemy cannot stop. We're looking at Second Kings. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 15. And Sister Renita, you can uh, begin with that. Renita? Did I lose her? Renita? Renita? 
Oh boy. Oh, she got dropped. Okay, she'll call back. Oh. Okay. Okay. In the meantime, it, we're supposed to read with these prayers. Second Kings two, chapter two, one through fifteen, Isaiah forty three, eighteen to nineteen, Mark ten. 46 to 52, Isaiah 40, verses 29 to 31. So I'm going to go straight to Isaiah 43. It's only um, one verse, and uh, it should be relating to new things that the enemy cannot That's fine. stop. That's fine. Just go ahead and read them. Huh? Are you there? What'd you say? Oh, no, Can just you... go ahead and read Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. I I think they're block they're blocking because I can't. I you you were dropped, and I thought your call was dropped. I couldn't oh, wow. hear you. Okay. So they're messing with the phone. Yeah. Let me know if you don't hear me, because I, I there's no other way I would know in, unless you tell me. So I'm going to read Isaiah um, the 43, only one verse, verse 18 to 19. Forget the former things; do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Amen. New things that the enemy cannot stop. All right. That was Isaiah 43, 18, 19. Okay. Yeah, Bernita, I think they're messing with her phone. Yeah. All right, so we'll take a look now. They said we're supposed to read Mark 10, 46 to 52. <clears throat> Mark 10, 46 to 52, as it relates to new things that the enemy cannot stop. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Barnabas, the son of Timus sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many changed him that he should hold his peace. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, cashing away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and he followed Jesus in the way. New things that the wow. enemy cannot stop. That's that faith. That's that wow. faith. Amen. Yeah, that was, wow. that was a good one. Mark 10, 46 to 52. And now Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. If um if Renita doesn't call back in, I'm gonna have to call her because I know her phone can really act up. We had such a great night listening to some um the the C the C D I bought about breaking generational curses. 
the following night, they made sure they turned off her phone. It didn't work. Wow. So my heart goes out for her. All right. This is Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. He giveth power to the faint and to, the, to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Amen. New things that the enemy cannot stop. Amen. The word of God tells us they shall walk and not be weary. Let me see what happens to Renita. I guess she would have called back. One second. Renita. can just mess up a call. Thanking God for being God. Amen. And Amy and Anne, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah. Yeah, her phone is probably acting up. But she's not answering. Our phone is acting up. That's the shame. uh, The other night they they did that. We were enjoying that tape. But okay, I'll just move forward. New things that the enemy cannot stop. I have come today to fellowship with our Heavenly Father and make our requests and needs known unto him. I, we cannot be hindered nor delayed because we know who we are in the Lord. We are children of the kingdom, born of the spirit, redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We walk in authority, living life without any apology because the power and authority has been given to us according to the word of God in the book of Luke 9, 1. As we've come to pray today and to fellowship with our heavenly father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus Christ and we put on the whole arm of God. We hereby come against every prince of Persia that wants to hinder our prayer. We arrest you by the power in the blood of Jesus Christ, and we bind you and we cast you down into the pit of hell. We come against principalities and powers that wrestle with us in our prayers. We arrest you today by the power in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind you and we cast you down into the pit of hell. We come against the rulers of the darkness of this world, Against spiritual wickedness in high places, we arrest you, and by the power, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind you and we cast you down into the pit of hell. We come against weakness and weariness. We arrest you today by the power in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind you and cast you out of our lives. We come against wandering and distraction spirits. We arrest you today by the power in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind you and cast you out of our lives. Today we receive, today, today we receive the anointing to pray and get results. Our prayers cannot be hindered nor delayed because Jesus is our Lord. 
We will pray today and get the desired results. We decree open heavens upon our prayers. We baptize ourselves in the fire of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, we have become too hot for the enemy to handle. Our prayers today will attract divine intervention to every situation in our lives. Signs and wonders will follow our prayers today. Testimonies will follow our prayers today. And the name of God alone will be glorified in Jesus' name, amen. Oh God, our Father, thank you, Heavenly Father, for being our God, for being our Father and being our friend. Oh God, our Father, thank you for the privilege to know you and the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh God, our Father, thank you for always being there for us and with us. Oh God, our Father, thank you for the great and mighty things that you're doing in our lives. Oh God, our Father, thank you for your provision and protection over us and our family. I lost you. You can't hear me? Oh. Okay, yeah. now I can. Oh, boy. You were gone for a minute. Okay. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for always answering our prayers. Let me know if you don't hear me. I okay. we, conf we confess our sins before you today, Heavenly Father, and we ask you to forgive us on the basis of your mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Wash us today clean, O oh Lord, by the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves and our families with the blood of Jesus Christ. Our prayers today will not go in vain. Our prayers will produce the desired results in the name of Jesus Christ. We receive the power and anointing to mount up with wings and as eagles. Any power anywhere that wants to stop us this month, may it be destroyed by the fire of God. Any power that wants to stand in our way this month be destroyed by fire. Any power that wants to hinder our miracles be destroyed by fire. Today we receive double portion of the anointing. Today we receive double portion of success. Today we receive double portion of breakthroughs. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, let them begin to manifest in our lives. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, let them begin to manifest in our home. Oh God, our Father, new things. Oh. Okay. I can't That's hear me. you. I lost you. No, no, no. I was I wiping you. my eyes. I'm here. I'm here. All right. Oh, Any okay. All right. I, I got to figure out where I was at. Oh, God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop. Let them begin to manifest in our finances. Oh, God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop. Let them begin to manifest in the lives of our future spouses. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, let them begin to manifest in the lives of our children. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, let them begin to manifest into our future marriages. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop, let them begin to manifest in our businesses. Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop. Let them begin to manifest in our ministry. 
Oh God, our Father, new things that the enemy cannot stop. Let them begin to manifest in our spiritual lives. Oh God, our oh. Father. Oh God, our Father, do something new in our lives today that will put our enemies to shame. Oh God, our Father, do something new in our lives today that will make us forget our any shameful past. Oh God, our Father, do something new in our lives today that will make us forget any painful, any painful past. Oh God, our Father, do something new in our life today that will fill our mouths with laughter. Miracles that the enemy cannot stop. Father, Lord, do it in our lives today. Breakthroughs that the enemy cannot stop. Father, Lord, God, do it in our lives today undeniable success that the enemy cannot stop we receive it today uncommon open heaven that the enemy cannot stop we receive it today unusual progress that the enemy cannot stop we receive it today uncommon increase that the enemy cannot stop we receive it today financial breakthrough that the enemy cannot stop we receive it today Financial freedom that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Double promotion that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Amen. Spiritual blessings that the enemy cannot stop, we receive them today. Financial blessings that the enemy yeah. cannot stop, we receive them today. Material blessings that the enemy cannot stop, we receive them today. Uncommon mm -hmm that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Divine connection that the enemy cannot stop, let it happen now in our lives. Divine arrangement that the enemy cannot stop, let it begin to happen in our lives today. Divine turnaround that the enemy cannot stop, let it begin to happen in our lives today. Divine provisions for protection that the enemy cannot stop, we receive them today. Greater achievement that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Divine healing that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Divine restoration that the enemy cannot stop, do it in our lives today in the name of Jesus. Uncommon harvest that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Divine helpers that the enemy cannot stop, locate us now. Divine opportunity that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Spirit of excellence that the enemy cannot stop, we receive it today. Miracles that will silence those that want to mock us, do it in our Amen. lives. Transformation. Amen that will silence those that are laughing at us, do it in our lives today. Great success mm -hmm. that will cover our ridicule, to that will change ridicule to miracles, do it in our lives today, oh Lord. Lord, we know it is beyond any doubt that we will testify before the end of the month, that miracles will happen, that miracles that will make us sing to a new song do it in our lives today. Amen. Amen. That was Man. new things that right. cannot stop. Isn't that awesome? 
new yeah. things, unusual progress, yeah. uncommon favor, undeniable success, breakthroughs, miracles. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh. Renita, welcome back. What happened? I said your phone was probably cutting up. I think that they're that it's being messed with. So yeah, you know, childish games. So yeah, I'm on my cell phone now. Oh man, did you have to pay? Oh no, no, I didn't. No. Oh, because you know my cell phone and Sandy's they charge a penny a minute. Just ridiculous new stuff they're doing. Mm, but that that no, said, you have, you have a house phone and you can't even use it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They- yeah. Did you pull up Isaiah? Would you like to read it? What was I, Isaiah what? Um, you know what? Don't worry about it because uh, we already went through that. Already. I'm going to just uh, play the tape that I just bought about breaking uh, generational curses. And uh, we'll take it... Uh, from there. Is that okay? Is it the same one that I listened to already? No, I'm going to play a new one. Okay. This one's Demons and Deliverance. Okay. Welcome to the anointed preaching of Apostle Jonas Clark and Spirit of Life Ministries. We pray that through this message, you will be challenged, strengthened, and encouraged in the Lord. Now, here's Jonas Clark. Healing the sick and raising the dead. You don't hear people talking about his deliverance ministry. The Holy Ghost came upon Jesus. When the Holy Ghost came on Jesus, Jesus began to function in the ministry of deliverance and healing. So we see the Holy Ghost is involved. So the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead 2,000 years ago is the same Holy Ghost that's here tonight. The same Holy Ghost that anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing all that were sick and oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. That same Holy Ghost is here tonight. So God is here to help us tonight. Amen. So I want to just read this scripture to you, and then we'll go on to some other things. This is found in Matthew chapter 8. Father, we thank you for the anointing of the Spirit tonight. Lord, we recognize it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your Spirit. And Lord, I thank you the Spirit of God is here to administer this word tonight. Lord, let truth come in a bold and strong way. And Lord, let signs and wonders be wrought in the name of thy holy child, Jesus, that we might bring glory to your name tonight. In Jesus' name, and all the church said, Amen. amen and amen. In Matthew amen. chapter 8, let's look at this in verse 14. When Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his Miriam? Yeah? It's not coming in as clear as it did the other day. There's a little kind of a staticky hit on every single one of his words. I don't know if it's really? something, but yeah, there's... Unlike some today that All right, hold on. Delivered, you never see him again. But right, this woman here was, was happy. And okay. she recognized what. All right, let me put it on the speaker then. Uh,
All right, I'm gonna put this speaker. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we got the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. I hope it's not going to be too loud now. And then she began to minister to him. Verse 16, when the evening was come, they brought unto Jesus many that were possessed with devils. Just say the word devils with me so you're not scared. Is that all right? Amen. People don't like to say those words. Yes, that's you know, better. One time okay. a lady told me, she said, shh, don't say that. They might hear you. Oh, I'm telling you the truth, though. So when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And watch now. It says here that he cast out the spirits. He cast them out. So he didn't have a counseling session. There was no seminar here. Amen. He didn't ask the choir to sing. He didn't He didn't drag it through outside. Amen. The Bible says he cast them out. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Cast them out with his word and he hallelujah. healed all that were sick. Now as you read the Bible and especially when you become aware of it, you'll start seeing that healing and deliverance are uh, seem to travel together. Where you have deliverance, you have healing. Where you have healing, you have deliverance. And I think that today, I mean, it's hard to even get any type of deliverance or even healing. But yet, in some churches, you know, they still preach healing, but they don't talk much about deliverance. There, I think there's a lot of reasons for it. I think uh, it's not good for church growth. I mean, it's hard to grow a church on deliverance ministry. Uh, I don't know why it ought to be, because when Jesus did it, the Bible says his fame grew. You know? And I've seen people that come to church and a preacher talks about devils and people jump up and run out. But yet they'll go watch the Texas Chainsaw Murderers. They'll watch all these demonic things on TV. They even have they even have slasher video games. Mm. And they don't seem to have a problem with that, but talk about devils. Ooh, look out. Well, could it be? <laughs> could it be possible they got one? I'm just thinking. I'm, I don't know who knows. But anyway... They brought people to him that were possessed with devils. He cast them out, cast out these spirits with his word, and he healed all that were sick. Now, I believe that's going to happen tonight. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. So if we, if we, it doesn't matter Amen. to me. I don't care uh, to get into long conversations with demons and all that. I just want to do what Jesus did. Shut up and come out. <laughs> Amen. We're not here to have a long conversation. Amen. I don't particularly care what your name is or that kind of stuff. Just come out of there. Amen. If you got anybody that came with you, they're going to have to come out too. Amen. Because the anointing just deals with it. Amen, somebody. So verse 17 says, why? That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Now, I've talked to you before about the word infirmities, and that deals with Exodus chapter 21 through 5 that talks about... Uh, about the uh, iniquities of the fathers coming upon the children up to the third and the fourth generation. So Jesus took those iniquities, all right? Those are what I call family curses. They're generational curses. And uh, all of us, we have family members up our family tree. I mean, more than likely, you have people up your family tree that you don't even know who they were. 
I mean, they didn't leave you any money, so you don't have no clue who they were. Amen. So you have to go to all these things and ask Grandpa what his grandpa's name was, and by now he can't even remember what their name was. Amen. But these generational curses are passed down. Now, here's the thing. Um, it's hard, really. I mean, it, we have to grasp, we have to come to grips with this. How, how can a born-again believer be tormented or harassed or vexed by, by demon powers? I mean, you have to really come to that. I talked to you last week about being demonized and not being out of control, but being demonized because these people that were possessed, the word possessed here doesn't mean they were out of control. They were in control of themselves. It means here that they were demonized, okay? It means they were under the influence of demons. So, so uh, what we see here is we see Jesus, the anointing on Jesus, and these people get healed because they get delivered. Now, what happens here is we have to come to grips with this. Now, with me, here's what happened with me. One of the preachers that was my mentor years and years ago did not believe in deliverance. Now, I did because I had a little bit, I had traveled and I'd seen things that he hadn't seen. And what convinced him was what he saw one night in a service that I was doing in his church because he asked me to come and, and preach there. So what happened was that um, I was preaching and his brother was there. And his brother was also a minister of the gospel. Well, guess what happened in that service? His brother got some deliverance. And he saw something he had never seen before. Now all of a sudden he's got to go read the scriptures in a different manner. Now it's obvious right here that Jesus did it. Now Jesus never did it until the anointing came on. Jesus never healed anybody, never cast out a demon. Jesus didn't do any of those things. Never never divided loaves and breads, I mean fishes. and He never did any of that. There was no turning water into wine. None of that stuff until the Holy Ghost came on him. So when the Holy Ghost came on him, then all of a sudden things are happening. Are you listening? So now that's the same Holy Ghost that's on us. So the ministry of the Holy Ghost has not changed. So now here's what we have to come to grips with. How is it possible that we could have problems? Well, ask anybody that's got a problem. You know, I found out that people that need deliverance know it. They already know it. Most of them, they already know they need deliverance. You don't have to, you don't have to give them a seminar. They already know they got trouble. Amen. And usually their wives know it too. But, you know, think about it like this. We, we know that the word of God says that by his stripes you were healed. Well, if you were healed, then why are you sick? So here's what I think. I think that faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. So in order for us to appropriate or to receive one of the 7,000 benefits of being saved, one of the 7,000 promises in the word of God, well, if we don't know about it, we'll never believe for it. Can you see that? See, you know, as a born-again believer, as a spirit-filled believer, that when sickness attacks you, guess what you're going to do? You're going you're gonna, to you're going to fight back with the Word of God, and you're going to say, devil, guess what? By his stripes I'm healed. You have no right to attack my body. Amen. And you're going to go to war with that spirit. Amen. That spirit's going to wish he never touched you. Isn't that right? Because you know what belongs to you. Amen. So now watch this. It's the same with iniquities. Jesus took our iniquities. In other words, those family generational curses. He took them. 
So when we see these generational curses begin to come down the family line, and we see them all the time. Daddy was an alcoholic. Grandpa was an alcoholic. Great-grandpa was an alcoholic. We see this whole spirit coming down the line. Listen, we already know. Amen. That that's a generational, that's a family curse. It's, it's working in the family. Well, if you, as a born-again believer, don't do something about that, it'll keep on going down the family line. Mm. So somewhere, somebody in the family mm. has to say, wait a minute. Hold up, Jesus wait. redeemed us from the curse of this. That's right. By his stripes, we were healed. He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses, and by his stripes, we are healed. So you got to fight for that, too. So then what we do is we put the blood of Jesus on the doorpost of that. Can you see it? All right. So now, these people here, where were they during the daytime? I believe they were working just like you. Amen. So they weren't out of control because think about it for a minute. If these people were out of control, there's no way this devil would have let those people go to church or come into contact with the anointed one himself. There's no way. There's no way. So what happened? It just shows you that the people had the willpower. They had the will. They were able to go to church. They were able to go to the man of God. They were able to go to Jesus. And Jesus healed every one of them, cast those spirits out, and healed every one of them. Can you see it? Does that make sense? Amen. All right. So now we already know that Mark Amen. 16 says that these signs follow them that believe. In my name, they're going to do what? What's the first sign of a believer? Yeah. What are they going to do under the anointing? They're going to cast out devils. And now what it says? Amen. All right. So we're just going to be in obedience to what the word of God says. That's the authority Jesus gave us. He gave us authority over unclean spirits and over all the power of the enemy by and uh, serpents and scorpions and those things and by and nothing by any means shall harm us. Somebody say amen. amen. Now last week I talked to you about um five spirits. You can just write these down again. I'm not going to talk about these tonight, but I talked about the spirit of infirmity a little bit. I talked about the spirit of divination. I may mention these again tonight. Spirit of fear, spirit of heaviness. I talked about a wounded spirit. Amen. Tonight I'm going to talk more about an unclean spirit tonight. And let's go to Mark chapter 1. I studied this a lot this week, Mark chapter 1. I like Mark. You know, Mark doesn't care who's, what the genealogy is and all that. This one begat that one, and that one begat that one. He didn't care about any of that. He just wants to jump into the miracles. Amen. So in Mark chapter 1, let's go to verse number 20. Uh, let's see. Let's go to 21, verse number 21. They went into Capernaum. Straight away on the Sabbath day, that would be on a Sunday. Oh, my. Oh, my. Not a Friday night reliever service, but a Sunday where maybe, maybe you know, somebody's not sure, you know. Oh, God, can you imagine? So this was on the Sabbath. He entered into the synagogue, and he, he taught. He was teaching them. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not like the scribes. And there was in the church a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. Oh, I'm sure people were in shock. Can you imagine? Somebody all of a sudden cried out, saying, let us alone. Let us alone. What are we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth, or thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus, 
rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. And they were all amazed, insomuch that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. Hmm. And immediately his fame spread abroad all through Miami, Dade County, Broward County, Palm Beach County, Monroe County. I mean, every county all around. I mean, all of a sudden, man, everybody that everybody knew this man had authority. He didn't make suggestions. He commanded devils to come out and they came out. Somebody say, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Let it be so again. Let those first miracles come. Now, this is awesome because this is the very first miracle of Jesus. This is the first one. Hallelujah. Well, what changed? I mean, what brought that on? Well, what brought that on was the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When he was at the River Jordan talking to John the Baptist, the Holy Ghost came on Jesus. Amen. Anointed Jesus. The Bible said the Holy Ghost didn't drove him immediately into the wilderness. He was tempted and tested of, the, of Satan for 40 days and 40 nights, used the, the word against him and said, devil, it is written, right? Then he comes out of the wilderness. He comes out with power. Woo, somebody say power. He goes into this church after that confrontation with Satan. He goes into this church. He, go, he goes in there. He's going to teach. Now, we don't know what he taught on, but we can show, we know this. We know what he demonstrated. He demonstrated that he was the one, he was the anointed king of glory. Amen. He made some, he, he made some, some people very uncomfortable. He shocked some people. Some religious people were shocked. They never, they'd never seen that before. There was no deliverance going on. These devils had control over people and the people had no help. There was no help for them. There was no, there was nobody that could help these people get free. Think about it. What if you had a child that was, that had a, that had a spirit what would you do? I mean, the doctor can't help. I mean, there's no pill for that. I mean, you can't drug a devil out. You can't drug spirits out or counsel them out. You have to cast them out. Amen. So think about the think about the loved ones, the family members here that had problems with their family members. I mean, there was no hope for them. Now, I want to point out a few things about this man. Number one, I want you to see some things. Write these things down. What we see here, this is a there was an unclean spirit inside this man. Write that down. There was an unclean spirit inside this man. Number two, the man was in church. <laughs> We're not. He wasn't at the club. I mean, we might believe that if he was at the club that he, you know he had a spirit, but this man wasn't in the club. He was in church. He was in the synagogue. You better write smaller than that. I've got more than a few. He was in the church. Number three. The spirit had a voice and spoke. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody's getting nervous now. I was casting out demons over in Amsterdam one time with my daughter. Where's she at? I don't see her she was like playing the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Dad's at it again. The blood of Jesus. <laughs> what happened was we were we were in Africa. I was in Africa, and I don't remember how we got to Amsterdam. 
was it Amsterdam or London? I don't remember. It was it Amsterdam? And so anyway, I was in this church. It was a Ghana church, Ghanese church. And uh, the Holy Ghost told me, go up there behind the pulpit and say these words. I've come here tonight to break the powers of witchcraft. Oh, when I said that, the battle was on. I mean, the battle was on. Demons started crying out all over the place. It was something else. Oh, it was something else. My daughter looked at my wife, and they looked at each other. My daughter went, blood. <laughs> Hallelujah, honey. Just pray. Shout out by Everything's going to be all right. I mean, these devils are afraid. Amen. Fear not. Somebody say, fear not. See, the only reason to be afraid is because you don't know what's going on. Don't be happy about it. Because greater see this in us than he that's in the world. Isn't that right? Greater see this in you than he that's in the world. So you have nothing to fear. Somebody say, I have nothing to fear. Number four. The spirit recognized Christ. Now, let me say that another way. I mean, let's say it this way. The spirit actually saw Christ, the anointed one. Let me say it another way. This spirit saw the anointing on the word. You know, some people can preach the word, but it's not anointed. It's the anointing on the word that causes devils to manifest. So now you know the Holy Ghost is that anointing. He's the one that comes with the anointing. He, you can't have the Holy Ghost. I mean, you can't have the anointing without the Holy Ghost. Let me say it again. With all due respect to God, to the Holy Ghost, you can't have the anointing without the Holy Ghost. Jesus I know. Paul I know. But who are you? <laughs> Where are we at? Number five. The Spirit manifested in the presence of the anointing. Spirit manifested in the presence of the anointing. Number six, that spirit wanted to be left alone. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone. I like it here. Somebody say no, devil. We're not leaving. Number seven, there was more than one spirit in this man. Because remember, he said, let us alone. Now, apparently, this unclean spirit is the one that was doing the talking. Okay. Number eight. Oh, yeah, I already said that. The unclean spirit was the one doing the speaking. And I think this was probably the strong man. The unclean spirit was a strong man. There was other spirits attached to him or came with him, accompanied him. In other words, they all rode in the car together. The unclean spirit was the driver. And when the driver was arrested, <laughs> they all got busted. <laughs> when, the, when the driver got pulled over, they all went to jail. All right? Kind of see it like that? All right. Number nine. They were, they were afraid of Christ. They were afraid of him. Have you come to destroy us? Devils are afraid, folks. They're afraid. Number 10. They knew that Jesus was the Holy One of God. They recognized that. 
they recognized that he was the Holy One of God. And number 11, this spirit was very uncivil. Was very uncivil. Did not have very good manners. Certainly would have never been invited for tea with the with the queen, right? Very confrontational and very uncivil. Now, write down the definition of an unclean spirit, all right? Hallelujah. An unclean spirit is morally, this means morally corrupted. It means sexually perverted, sexually perverted, debased, lustful, lewd in thought and life. In other words, this spirit's unclean. This is an unclean, reprobate, debased, lewd spirit. Can you imagine? I mean, this thing's perverse. This devil's perverse. Amen? I mean, people are tormented with this right now. I mean, that's why they're de just degenerating all the time. This spirit will make you degenerate. So now, I want to talk of there's six spirits here that are specifically listed. In the word, I want to give you these tonight. The first one is, they're all pneuma spirits, okay? Everybody say pneuma spirits. They're all pneuma spirits. Wind spirits, you know, we're, we, you know, when we talk about our born-again spirit, we're talking about our pneuma, okay? The spirit of man. But these are spirits, okay? So the word spirit is the word pneuma. So now the one we're talking about, this unclean spirit, is, um, if I can pronounce this. Kataritos, it looks like. Kataritos, or Katahortos. Katahortos. Katahortos, okay, you got that? Katahortos, which means unclean spirit, okay? Unclean spirit. Now, this is the one that, that Jesus dealt with here in his very first miracle, an unclean spirit. This is a pneuma. This is a spirit. Now, now Luke, Luke called it a devil. Mark called it a spirit. All right? So, devil or spirit, who cares? Right? It's, a, it's an unclean spirit. It's a demon. It's a devil. So, this is a, this is a demon. or devil, whatever you want to call it here, but it's a spirit. Jesus cast that spirit out. Now remember, this is a wind. He cast that wind out. He cast that spirit out. Now we already talked about uh, being under the influence of, because we talked about um, demon possession being demonized, which means under the influence of. Okay? So this man was under the influence of. This spirit was in the man. This pneuma, this wind spirit, this pneuma Unclean spirit was in the man. Now, the next one I want to show you is another pneuma, pneuma spirit. I mean, there's no guessing about the names of these. I mean, it's straight up in the word. This is pneuma neuron. P-O-N-E-R-O-N. This means an evil spirit. We can find this spirit in Acts 19.15. This is where you see the summit sons of Sceva. They spoke to this man that had this spirit and said, We adjure you 
by the name of Jesus that Paul preaches about they come out remember that right so what does that what does that evil spirit say it says Jesus I know Paul I know but who in the world are you and so this this evil spirit then comes on this man and just basically beats him up all right because see having the name of Jesus alone wasn't enough these people weren't saved. I mean, they just were quoting the scripture. They're just using a formula. See what I mean? A formula alone just won't work. So now, so now we see an unclean spirit. Then we see an evil spirit. See that? All right. Now let's go to the third one. Now, this one you probably have heard about too. This is a pneuma spirit. This is called pneuma python. You guys have heard of that? Now the python spirit. Write that in English, P-Y-T-H-O-N. Python spirit are a spirit of divination. Now, this spirit is loose right now. This spirit's running around America right now. So now in Acts, this is in Acts chapter 16, verse 16. You all know about this one, that, that Paul is ministering, right? There's this damsel, this young woman, that's been following Paul following the whole team and she is speaking truth she's saying these men are of the most high god you need to listen to them right but paul's grieving in his spirit i mean something's up i mean he, had, he hasn't been able to put his finger on it but then all of a sudden paul gets it and paul not having been to the church growth seminar turns around and tells that spirit to come out and that spirit left that same hour right this was this python spirit this is the same spirit that we see in america right now this is a spirit of divination this a devil will deal with witchcraft cultism amen soothsaying horoscopes astrology anything that's divination this is by a python spirit all right and we see this spirit today this is that this is that serpent looking thing now this is what the yoga this this is what the yoga masters teach yeah. they teach that there's a serpent that's that lays at the spine of a man or a woman and that if you can and then what you can do you can get the serpent to rise it's called the kundalini and if you can get the serpent to arise, right, that because you have seven chakras, that you can, these are portholes, spiritual portholes, and if you can get this serpent to rise, then what happens is you become one with the universe. Yep. That's yoga. That's what yoga teaches, okay? It's a very deceptive spirit. So this this spirit right here is very dangerous. This spirit right here, a prophesy, this spirit's in, in spirit-filled churches right now. This spirit's all over the world. This, this, uh, this is this spirit. This spirit right now is basically. I mean, the, the, the Hindus uh, are operating in all of this, but this yoga spirit is dangerous. This Python spirit is masquerading as yoga for your health and fitness and all that stuff. Okay, am I doing all right? Yes, you are. All right, let's go to the fourth one now. This is another Numa spirit. You enjoy any of this? Getting anything out of it? Yeah. I'm teaching. I'm not preaching, but I just wanted to lay some foundations here. All right, so the next one is the Numa Plana. E L A N A. This is the seducing spirit. 
told you Noah is the spirit of Jezebel. This is also the spirit of error. You can find this in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 1, where Paul talks to Timothy. He says, In the last days, the Spirit of God speaketh expressly that in the last days, right, that this seducing spirit will rise up and begin to, to uh, bring in a spirit of error. These are deceitful doctrines of demons, okay? Deceit. Deceitful doctrines of devils. And I like what Pastor Brian said the other night. He said these are teaching spirits. This is a teaching spirit. All right? Numa Fana, seducing spirit. Remember this, that this devil can't take you without seducing you. All right? So now the seduction could be flattery. You know, you're so wonderful, nobody understands you like I do. Just all of these, these wicked things. But remember, these are spirits. That are, that, that are looking for a way to attach themselves to a person. Amen? And the anointing is going to deal with every single one of these. So anytime one of these spirits is around, these spirits are going to attack the man or woman of God that has the anointing. Because remember, these devils are all afraid. They're all afraid. But they're all going to operate in these different things. This unclean spirits and, and pornography and everything else. This evil spirit here is whatever you think of. I mean, all these wicked things are happening. Python, this Python spirit is really rampant right now. That Kundalini spirit all over the world right now. This seducing spirit right here, that Jezebel spirit is just everywhere. Number five. Do I keep going? Number five? All right. Number five. Goodness, how do we pronounce this one? Numa. Got the Numa part down pat, don't we? This is Numa. It's acid. Thesinus, A-S-T-H-E-N-E-I-A-S. That's thesinus. This is a spirit of infirmity. Spirit of infirmity. You can find this in Luke chapter 13, verse number 11. You remember this is the woman that had, that was bound over. Right? For what was it, 18 years? She was bound over, right? And what did the Lord do? He, he, he loosed her because she had a spirit of infirmity. So this this spirit will put sickness on people. Mm. Uh -oh. Sickness, diseases. Mm. I don't believe that, that every every disease is, is of the devil, okay? Some aren't, but some aren't, all right? I mean, if you go out and drink some deadly poison, guess what? The devil didn't do that, you did it. All right? So we see sickness. Now, these are spirits that God's dealing with these spirits. I mean, you see the anointed believers are dealing with these spirits. Amen? All right. We got one more? Yes. We have number six. This is Numa. Lala. A-L-A-L-O-N. This is dumb spirit. Are, this one is one without speech. Now, this spirit also, we can see this spirit in Mark 9, 17. 
this spirit was on this man's son, thrown him in the fire, I think. And Jesus dealt with this dumb spirit, cast that spirit out of that young man. Amen. So you see all these numerous spirits. So the Lord now, the anointed is dealing with all these different spirits. Now, I'm sure that there's, I mean, we could go into, we could have write a whole handbook on all, all different spirits, but these are, these are rock solid biblical right there. They're right there. I mean, these are, these are ones we can go back to their foundation and we can look at them. They all had a ministry. All these spirits did something. They had an effect on people. Now, here's the beautiful thing about this. The people that were suffering from these spirits had no help. They had no hope. This woman was bent over for 18 years. You don't think she's been to the doctor? You don't think people tried to help her? You don't think she did research? You don't think this woman this woman, uh, tried to do anything to help herself? I mean, think about it for a minute. We have, that, we have this going on today. We have people that there are spirits that are afflicting people, and they can't get free. They have these mystery diseases and mystery pains and all of these other things that are going on. And uh, so what is, what is, the, what is the, the answer today? Give them a drug. Give them a drug. So we find one that works. And what happens is they give them so many drugs and people just get drugged out. Amen, somebody? So what, what you see here is that Jesus, the anointed one, when he went into that church service, his very first service, he cast out a man with an unclean spirit. Amen? Now, write down the results of this. Write down the results of this deliverance. You can erase. Did y'all get that? It's amazing. It's a miracle right there. You can even read that. I'm laying a foundation here, but I'm going to pray for you because the anointing is here tonight. And God's going to help you. Amen? I mean, the Spirit of God's here to deliver you tonight and to help you. Hallelujah. I mean, if you came in here sick, you're going to get healed tonight. You're being tormented by any of these spirits. God's going to help you tonight. Amen. You know, these spirits, they have voices. They speak to us. They try to influence us. They try to get us to do this and get us to do that. And the other thing, we make bad decisions because of these things. And remember about the unique, the, uh, the family curses as well. With these things, listen, here's what happens with family curses. A person said to me one time, what about drinking? Well, can I just say this? I don't drink anything. I don't drink. I haven't, I haven't had a drink for, if I had a drink, I'd probably pass right out. Because I don't drink and I don't let anybody here drink. Nobody on our staff drinks. You're not allowed to drink here. If I catch you drinking, you're in big, serious trouble. You're out. No, because see, to me, alcohol is as much a drug as cocaine is a drug. It's a mind-altering drug. Now watch. Apostle David told me this. Is um, that he knows people that there's a family curse of alcoholism. Well, what if you're the family member all of a sudden and somebody gives you a, a your first free beer and awakens that thing in you? And all of a sudden, you know, you're, you know, they're just having a social drink, but yeah, you're drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking, and you're you're drinking it. You're waking up at three o'clock in the morning and drinking. I mean, you're drink. I met a man the other day. He said he drinks a, a half of a quart or whatever, a big old bottle, uh, every day. Every day, I said, sir, you need prayer and you need deliverance. Yeah, amen. 
Well, I mean, he's obviously drinking himself to death. He will die if he doesn't stop. But now where's he going to get help? He'll have to go, he'll have to go to a man of God. Amen. Because that's obviously a demon. Amen. But you know what? If he's not willing, I'm not going to pray for him for deliverance. I know people say, well, that's hard, Apostle Jonas, because don't you think you should know? Because think about it for a minute. Jesus said, if you cast him out and he comes back and finds his house all nice and garnished and clean, he'll come back with seven devils worse than himself. So now if I'm going to have mercy on someone, it surely wouldn't be to cast out a demon if he don't want that demon cast out. Hmm. Somebody brought this woman to me one time and she was manifesting. I said, listen, I'm not going to deal with her right now. We'll deal with her in a little bit because God's doing something else right at the moment. Oh, Apostle Jonas, you can't do that. I said, listen, man, she's had that devil for 15 years. A few more minutes won't hurt nothing. Amen. I mean, come on, people. No, he ain't hurt. A few more minutes won't hurt anything. Just chill. All right, let's look at the, are you still enjoying this tonight? All right, let's look at the results now. Number one, this spirit, you write this down for me, this spirit obeyed Christ. Somebody say the spirit obeyed. Remember that spirit said, let us alone. Jesus said, and I'm going to just say it in English, shut up and come out. Shut up and come out of there. Amen. That's good English, right? So this spirit obeyed. Somebody said the devil obeyed. Can I tell you this devil had to obey? Had no choice. That devil had no choice. That devil had to come out. Number two, write this down. The man got free. Don't you think we ought to be all happy about that? The man was free. You know, when I was in Africa, I learned this over God do well in my Omawaka's church. And uh, I'd never seen this before, but whenever people were getting delivered, the, the people were just happy and clapping and praising God. And, and, I, and I had flashbacks of America because in America, you know, you see demons coming out. People are getting up and getting their keys and their purse and looking for their cell phones and they're walking out of the church. And I was thinking, man, it's so different over in Africa. I mean, people are just thanking God. And I was thinking, well, you know, if that's your family member, you'd be thanking God too. Isn't that right? But they were praising God and thanking God. You know why? Because they recognized that. Without the anointing, those people can't get free. And so they were praising God for what God was doing in the services. Amen. I mean, think about that for a minute. I told you about this woman the other day that she uh, her, she was a grandmother. She brought her, her granddaughter to uh, church the other night up in South Carolina. And uh, she said, she testified afterward because this girl got so much freedom. She said, you guys, you guys don't know the hell that this girl has put the family through. And she said, we have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and there was nowhere to take her. But then we heard about these meetings going to be in town. You know, I don't do deliverance meetings all the time, okay? But we had a deliverance meeting. We had a deliverance conference, so we, we said, all right, we're going we're gonna to do it. She said, we heard about this, and we drove an hour and a half to get here, and she just wanted to thank God. Thank God for the deliverance of her granddaughter. Now, some of you guys, maybe you might, maybe you know, maybe you've got some flashbacks about your, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. All right, so the man got free. Number three, 
Watch this. All the demons left when the unclean spirit left. All of them left. When the strong man left, they all left. The strong man left, they all left. Now, I've seen something from experience. I'll just share this with you. I have seen, I've seen these strong men spirits send out the weak ones to go fight for them. And then the weak ones, you know, of course, are weak and they got to go. So every time one goes, the strong man gets weaker. But then he'll he'll let another one, man. It's not the strong man. It's never the it's not the strong man. So that's where we need the Holy Ghost to help us with that. Amen. So remember, deliverance ministry has a lot to do with the Spirit of God helping. Because remember, the Holy Ghost is the one doing the deliverance, not you. Oh, you're you're just a minister. You're just a vessel. Amen. But the Holy Ghost is the one doing the healing. He's the one doing the deliverance. Amen. It's not us at all. We're just we're just. We're just submitting ourselves to the direction of the Holy Ghost, and then the nine gifts of the Spirit begin to manifest. Amen, and we'll talk about that another time. Number four, the people were all amazed. People were amazed. You want to amaze some people? The people were amazed. They'd never seen this before. I mean, this was amazing. This was absolutely amazing to see these devils come out. Amen. Hallelujah. Number five. Write this down. Jesus had authority over these demon spirits. Now, Jesus has been given a name, right? Nothing above that name. There's nobody higher than him. There's nobody stronger than him. There's no devil anywhere that's stronger than Jesus. I don't care what his name is. I don't care how long he's been here. There's no there's no devil stronger than him. He spoiled principalities and powers. Amen. That means he made a show of them openly. He beat them up publicly. Amen. He stripped them down. I mean, Jesus, he Jesus is bad. He's a bad boy. Amen. You don't want to wrestle with him. Amen. He'll give you a limp. Remember, am I? Is that okay? I wouldn't be disrespectful, was I? You know what I mean by bad? He's a he's somebody the devil should not be wrestling with. Okay. Okay. Number six. Jesus commanded them. Commanded them. So now you wouldn't be saying. Y'all come out of there, please. I adjure you. I'm going to tell on Daniel Harmon right now since he's not here. Apostle Daniel Harmon, I told on him a few weeks ago. I'm going to tell him again. I talked to him on the phone the other day. And I told him I really appreciate him helping me preach his sermon. He lives in Ellery, South Carolina. Some of y'all may know him. He's a precious guy. Well, I was doing a deliverance seminar one day and uh, with a bunch of students during the daytime. We had a service the night before, and, uh, and you know, people were getting deliverance, all right? Well, during the daytime, I kind of did a seminar, kind of like a little bit like what we're doing right here. And anyway, after the seminar was over, the pastor's door was right there, and the pastor asked me to come in. I went right in there. So anyway, what happened was this young man came around. His wife had called the pastor during the day. Now, they're newlyweds. And... Um, she was concerned. So she's a newlywed. She 
didn't know if her, if her uh, husband was completely free. So how you can see that? He's getting married, right? I mean, is he is he okay? I mean, I know we've been dating a while and all that, and he's pretty and all that. But you know what? Something happened last night. So anyway, the pastor says, will you come and check him out to see if he got free? Can we be free? Can you tell? I said, of course I can tell. But all right. So anyway, I walked through the door, and the young man was in there. I said, how you doing? Just sit down in this chair. So he sat down right in front of me, and I looked him right in the eyeballs. When I looked him right in the eyeballs, you know what happened? That demon picked him up and slammed him right on the floor. And I said, Pastor, he's not free. He said, what are you going to do? I said, I got a whole bunch of students on the other side of that door right there. So we opened the door up. I said, hey, guys, guess what? We can practice. So anyway, Apostle Daniel Harmon. Now, Apostle Daniel, Daniel Harmon, he is as big as, he is like a bulldozer. He has like 22-inch guns, okay? I mean, you know, this is like years ago now. He's a, he's a lot older now, but this is probably 20 years ago, 15 years. 18 years ago, he was like, you know, husky. So anyway, he comes in there and he grabs this young man because he's manifesting. Now, can I just say, I want, to just, I want you to see this story now. Because this was happening. I mean, this young man was so strong, Adam, that Apostle Daniel had him by one arm. And this, this guy's got a Daniel and he's like flopping him everywhere. And Daniel's like, come out. Come out. Come out, y'all, come out of there. He's from the south, so he says, you all. So anyway, here's the part that he doesn't like me to tell you, but he's a good sport about it, all right? I mean, he's getting, I mean, he's, I mean, this is my bodyguard, man, you know? So now, what what am I doing? I'm leaning up against the the desk, and I don't know if I should laugh. I I mean, I'm watching all of this, okay? So Daniel's like, and finally, Dan, here's what here's what he doesn't like me to share with you. All of a sudden, Daniel goes, "Y'all, please come out of there." <laughs> oh, brother Daniel, if you're listening, thank you so much for letting me share this. People are this is helping a lot of people. Now, Jesus never said please. Somebody say, Jesus never said please. He said, y'all, come on out of there. (laughs) Uh, But the good news is that that young man got free. He's free today. Amen. And they're happily married. Happily married. So now the word commanded them means that he ordered them to come out. Somebody say, he ordered them to come out of there. And then... (laughs) And number seven, Christ's reputation increased. Oh, we need to hear that today. People think that this won't help increase the the reputation of the Lord because this is a confirmation of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He's not dead. He's alive. Now, let me tell you what I've seen the most here in America. I've been now to 20, I don't know, 26 countries. I've seen uh, demons manifest uh, in all different kinds of ways. 
Um, in America, what I've seen the most is deliverance from hurts and wounds and family curses. In America. When I was in Europe, I saw a lot of uh, like spirits from that side of the world. Spirits that come from India and spirits that come from Africa. There's everything you can imagine over in Europe. I've seen all types of uh, different types of spirits down in Honduras, for example, very violent, violent, murderous type spirits, those type of things. But here in America, I've seen mostly family curses and hurts and wounds and inner healing and things like that. Okay, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever's being, whatever's tormenting people, Jesus paid the price for that. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is here tonight to deal with all of that. Amen. It doesn't matter. Well, God's trying to show us is that, you know, Jesus gave us authority in Matthew chapter 10 when he called his apostles, his disciples. The thing he says, he says, I give you power over unclean spirits to cast them out. Amen. And power. see, this is the authority that God's given us. He gave authority. Authority means you have the right to do it in his name. He gave us power. That's the Holy Ghost that backs up that authority. Amen. It's like having a gun, but then God gives you bullets. Amen? So you have the authority to use the gun, but what's the good of the gun without bullets? Right? So the authority is a gun, the Holy Ghost is a bullet. So in other words, the Holy Ghost, the anointing comes on the word. And the anointing is what helps people get free. Because remember, Jesus, Jesus, the anointed one, used the word to cast out these spirits and help people. So that's what God wants to do tonight. Somebody say amen. So did you enjoy that tonight? Amen. All right. We pray and believe that through this message, you've been strengthened to continue to boldly follow our Lord. For information about the latest audio teachings or any of Jonas Clark's cutting edge books and teaching materials, please contact us at 800-943-6490 or write to Jonas Clark at Spirit of Life Publishing, 27 West Allen. Amen. Any comments? Anybody still up? Lord, I'm like, I guess we were tired. Sandy? Renita? We got sleepy heads in the house. Well, we praise God for you anyway. Give God all the praise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.